0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Alan Moore and you're listening to Getty Games Europe's weekly podcast, This Sunday's Game. Everyone, welcome to this first show of December. It's all Ireland football semi-final weekend. We know that the Dubs nipped past Cavan yesterday and today Mayo face off against Tipperary. And we have a bit of a Mayo show for you all. We're going to go shortly to Dublin and to David Brady, the Mayo footballing legend, and then over to Leeds and another Mayo legend, Peter Staunton. Now, Peter is the senior editor with Goal.com, and while his interests are, of course, more in the soccer side of the field, he is definitely much 100% Mayo. And David Brady, of course, we know, as well as being a footballing legend, he has been a true leader during this pandemic. He is the initiator, and it's good to talk GAA. He's going to tell us all about that now in just one moment. We're going to go straight to Dublin
1: and David Brady. Alan, how you doing? How's things? And it's a pleasure on my side, also. Liz? I, yeah, go ahead, David. I don't, I don't have much Russian, but I can try. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> listen. All right, go on. Is <laughs> the
0: it, yeah. See, you said Exactly. That's just like, hello, how are you doing? It's like, couldn't talk to back home. Go on away. Go away. Oh, you're very good. Very good. Ocean horror show. That's what we say here, to say very good. Um, David, listen, first of all, um, I want to say, even though I'm a, a, a dub, a, a, you know, born and bred dub, my dad's from Loud, so I have like that Loud blood. Mom's family's from Wexford, so I have that Wexford blood. But I will... Honestly, and I said this, and you can go back and check tweets, you can check uh, this radio show. Even a couple of weeks ago when I spoke with Peter Staunton, one of the senior editors from gold.com, uh, and Mayo man as well, um, I, I genuinely, when the last time Dublin met Mayo in the All-Ireland Final, myself and a lot of Dublin fans were thinking, do you know what? If Mayo won, it wouldn't have been that bad of a thing. Because, honestly, you, you are our second county.
1: Oh, look at uh you know what it's 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 from an irish sporting context or from, from a i suppose from a, a general sporting context um may all have a I i suppose a history and it's it's checkered and somewhat but um it's 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 all about sport and it's like the rest of us we're still striving to reach the uh, the ultimate goal and win a, a title and a national title and an all ireland as it is um uh, in the ga context but um We've been, we've we've been it's been some fascinating games over the years. And look we are I think if you can you can compare it to the the Boston Red Sox, um we're we're fighting a good fight over the last um nineteen fifty one was the last time of our success, but we've been in numerous of Ireland finals and look it's uh, it's a great story, but I think it's a story of sports. You just keep on going. You never give up and we've been you know, beaten in replays, last kick of games between you know, the 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 barest margin, and uh, it's like everything else in life. And look, we're going through, a, we're going through. Everyone in the world is going through a, a challenge at the minute. But you have to keep on going, and you dust yourself off, you get up, and you say, right, here we go next year. And next year is uh, is is now. And in the next few weeks, you never know what had happen.
0: Exactly. And listen, this one, I want, again, Like people think, oh, Mayo, they, they haven't won, I think. But you've won, you know, national, like you won a national league with Mayo. You also won the All Ireland club final with your, your club, uh, Ballin' Astephanite. So, I mean, it's not that he's like kind of lovable losers. You guys were winners in every sense of the word. It just seemed that it evaded you at the very, very end. But this year, this year is looking quite good.
1: Um, And you're saying that as a dub? I am. It's yes, lucky. It's looking good. It's looking good for the next for the next uh, seven days that we get to the semi final against Tipperary, and again, um, I, people always look and say, "Yeah, uh, I personally won national leagues or Connacht titles or, or Ireland clubs." But um, being on both ends of the spectrum as a youngster supporting Mayo as as my team, and then having the honour and privilege to play for them and represent the county, um, I think I've won more than I could have possibly imagined. as just been from Mayo. Um, just being a supporter and having the journey. And the journey is a little bit different this year with no crowds at games. Um, but I've had some of my best days as a person and as a supporter with family and friends and, and, and fellow my own people. Just in that actual journey of life. And yeah, look, you don't get there. You don't get to the ultimate. But I can tell you it's one hell, one hell of a party and one hell of a journey getting to a finals and getting to where we got to. And uh, that's, that's what you look back and that's the memories. Yes, we have heartache in losing games, losing finals, losing replays, um, but it is all about a journey and no matter what sport you ever look at or ever kind of scrutinize, um, getting there is a lot more fun than never being, never being able to dream at all.
0: Listen, as, as I always said, I said to people, people said to me, Asha, you, you like, you know, for example, in boxing, I, you never do this never do that. And I say, well, you know what? It's better to be, you know, a, a has-been than it never was. And you guys yes. are definitely not have has-beens for sure. Um, and this leads us on nicely to like post, uh, playing career and post, and okay, I know you've been coaching as well, but an initiative that you, uh, I believe was you put together, you thought up where you, during um, the, the the first kind of when COVID really hit Ireland. Now, I was home for Congress in February. Uh, I went back because of, well, I, I was representing Europe. And it was, you know, it, it was people coming from all around the world and we had a great election and, uh, you know, kind of it was it was all jolly. But you could kind of see something coming down the line. And then it hit and of course, Ireland. What a lot of people don't realise is like that. Yeah, Dublin's great, Galway's great, but a lot of Ireland is very rural as well and very isolated. You took on something a Herculean task, David. Something that you know I was mentioned to some of my, my my colleagues here that if if Ireland had an honours list, you would be top fit for this year because you took it on yourself to start calling people and to checking in on them and it's good to t- uh, under the hashtag it's good to talk GAA how did you come up with it and just tell us how it's been working so far
1: yeah and look if there was an honours list I'd definitely probably the most honoured man because it was an honour to what I it was an honour to do what I did and uh, like many things in life when, when COVID came um, you feel a little bit helpless or you feel a little bit inadequate because I would have friends um, that will be at the front line of the health service and fighting the pandemic in hospitals and around. And you kind of go, what can I do? And actually, as 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 it happens, the idea and the initiative came to me. I got a tweet from a son of a man living in Wicklow, but was an out-and-out GA supporter, a Mayo man that had lived in Wicklow for many years. And again, feeling isolated and... The son said to me, look, I'm chancing my arm, but will there be any chance you call my dad? And I got the message and I went, you know what, I'll act on this straight away. And I, I messaged him back I said, send me your dad's number, I'll talk to him. And I, I rang a man called Tom who, who was a stranger to me. I'd never heard or talked to him before in my life. And it was the start, I think it was the 2nd of April. And from that, I had a personal conversation with a man. And again, yes, the, the pretense and the context and the conduit was G A and sport. But it turned out to be much more than that. And we talked about life and talked about life's, I suppose, challenges that Tom had had faced along the way he lost his, his, his good wife a number of years previous. And again, that was a that was a hard challenge to him in life. But again from us two strangers talking, we clicked and I got such a sense of, you know what? That was lovely. And it was a lovely thing to experience um for me and, and I said to myself, I can do more of this. So I put out a message and I said, look, if you have someone that's isolating and someone that was cocooning or elderly and felt that they might need or benefit from a phone call, um, that I'd call them. And from that, from that one message to me, it has transpired and I suppose spread uh, across the last eight months, nine months that I have been helping to make phone calls because um, a lot of people have, have come on board and there was there was so i had some and i i look at i'm 46 years of age and i can tell you i had some of the best moments and conversations with human beings men and women across the country uh in the last eight months and some of them i think my my my, uh my longest was an hour and 52 minutes to a man and and as he said to me again um jesus we haven't we haven't talked a lot at ga or sport i said that wasn't that's not the important part we talked and we talked about life and he, his life and 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 his journey in life and you don't find time passing when you're listening to someone and for me that was the important part it's very important to listen and uh yeah i've called people all across the world uh i've from no one from russia or moscow but um i have transcended i suppose across the united states um singapore thailand uh uk um all across Ireland every county in Ireland not just me old people not just um not just people that you know in rural Ireland but Dublin Limerick Galway Cork uh Belfast and it's it's um it's 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 taught me a lesson too that um to give a little bit of your time and to listen and that's that's the most important thing is to listen and I think when you have a stranger calling you up and yes I would premised the phone call by who i am and played for me all for 14 years and um yeah it it it's it's it, it was my honor it was my honor and it, we're still doing it and thankfully um i have got some uh, great people on board and just let me tell you this and um you said you were at congress right yeah and again uh, we in 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 ireland we have the the president of the ga which is a a cyclical, a representational um, position for four years, that the lead and the figurehead of the GA, um, Larry McCarthy, I would have would have been um, appointed, and uh, incoming president. So in the next few months, Larry will take take over, and he was the new president elected at that Congress you're at.
0: Yeah.
1: Five weeks ago, I started a new round of phone calls um, during COVID, and Larry McCarthy, a man I never met, but I would know him and, and respect him and from what he's going to represent in the next few years, he contacted me and says, David, Larry McCarthy here, future president, uh, incoming president of the GA. I'd like to help and make some phone calls. And Larry has made phone calls um, for the last couple, number of weeks to people all across the country. And that, for me, shows leadership as well. Um, and it's probably the first time I'm, 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 I'm saying it, that Larry has been outstanding in what he's done and the way he stepped up as, and led um, the phone calls as well. And look at to get a, a phone call from the incoming president of the GEA, which is the, the, the ultimate position um, within our organization, is brilliant. And uh, he's done a lot of good for, for people. And one call, it's like everything else in life. It's not just because I played sport, but a neighbor or a stranger or someone you might have a, an acquaintance for. That It means so much for them people to get that, that phone call.
0: How important is it, uh, David? Because, I mean, I I say this on the the show. When when we we were kind of... We had to, because of the very serious lockdown that came in Moscow back in March, and at the very end of the final broadcast, before we went, we went off the air uh, properly, but then we did sort of a 2.0 version um, where we were recording, like, you know, pre-recording pieces in. Um, But... The, the funny thing I said was like, you know, that at this time we need each other. We need to like, you know, pick, to, pick up the phone and call someone that you haven't, that you, you've thought about calling. Like go, scroll down your WhatsApp list, see someone that you, you know, you hadn't been in contact for a while and drop them a line. How important is it just to reach out at this time? Um, and even to kind of, in some cases, make a bit of peace as well.
1: You know what, and you've 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 summed it up perfectly, and and and, and how important it is just to make that call, and it's it, it's it might be just as you say, making some peace as well, and saying you know what, I, we've kind of we've kind of uh, become distant over the years, or we haven't talked and do you, you know what, um, that person that person um, starts with you, you'll feel you'll feel a better person for it, no matter what. And there is, there is a, the, what people say, an ounce of kindness can spread and transcend across um, a number of people on that one act. And it's, it's like everything else. I'm, I'm, I'm not privy to your overall, you know, from, from a Capital FM point of view, but, you know, if, if one person is getting company out of ye, never mind hundreds or thousands, if one person can feel that they're, being, they're listening to human interaction, human conversation, and you can strike that chord, and it's the same. It's the same with a telephone conversation or a call, that uh, people are lonely, and uh, it, it does it does help them in a lot of ways. To uh, and I found I found look at I, sometimes I talk too much, but I found it, I found a very good um, a lesson is just to listen. We have we have uh, we have two ears and one mouth, and I think if we can listen to people twice as much as we as we um, as we as we talk um that that is that is very beneficial and and look at and I, what i found and i'd summarize it in this that the people that i've talked to are people in their 60s 70s 80s 95 years of age was the oldest man i talked to and they talked to me about life lessons about hard knocks whether it was personal uh or uh, you know a lot of times it was losing someone maybe it was a son or a daughter or a wife or a husband um but they got back up from it and uh they, they they didn't let it they didn't let it um, be a, a constant burden, but they they let it be an an example and a lesson in life to say life has to go on at some stage, and it'll only go on with people, communities and friends around. you. And I I, I think it was a very important. Um, I got as much out of these phone calls, let me tell you, and these conversations, and then then the people themselves. Every conversation I've had, and I I am I'm not exaggerating to a one have been you know what, that was lovely. I come off and I feel I feel exhilarated. I feel um, I, I feel it benefits me and it is it is a dual purpose as well and I'm going every call I have is better and there was one call there like if we were looking at the greatest GEA player um in Ireland the greatest sports star and it is these are sports stars. One would yeah. be Peter Canavan. Peter made a call to a man. So in Ireland we kind of have different in different uh, we have different phone calls and telephone numbers. And Peter is in the north of Ireland, in in Tyrone, and he called a man in the south. But the the number came up as a, he said that was a farad number. He thought it was somewhere like Azerbaijan or something. So he didn't answer it. And it was Peter Canavan calling. So Peter rang again and left a message. <laughs> and the man and the man thought it was someone taking the mic. There's no way Peter Canavan is calling me. And then on the third attempt, Peter got to talk to your man. And you know what? It, it, it just, you know, Peter made three attempts and for that man to talk to one of the greatest, greatest footballers of, of in the history of GEA, but Peter took the time out to talk to him. I think it was, uh, it was a lovely thing to do.
0: David Brady, thank you so much for your time to Stephen. Um, I would be honoured if you come on again in a couple of weeks before we go out to Christmas because um, uh, you're an inspiration. And uh, thank you very much for what you do for not just people in Ireland, but people around the world and for, for being a leader. Thank you.
1: And an absolute pleasure. And look at look at fair play to you. And look after yourself. And uh, continue what to what to do. And enjoy it as much as um, as much as your listeners. Staunton, Peter,
0: will we be seeing the re, the green and red of Mayo in Coe Park and having a great <laughs> Christmas gift because they won very well today against a decent Galway team? It was
2: a, a good win. Um, I think it's number forty seven in Connor. But, you know, that counts for very little uh, considering the amount of time it's been since we have actually won the big one. So, you know, we we'll just have to wait and see. But um, winners of Munster next week. And um, I mean, anything can happen. I mean, if you're going to catch Dublin on the hop, I think this is the year to do it. So fingers crossed that we can uh, finally get over the line.
0: I, I mean, again, as a as a Dubliner, I, you know, I, I really hope that Mayo do it because they've, they've, they've come so close. They've got great players amazing fans who were so dedicated. And I was there last year when they won the National League, like a league title, which was, you know, something that, you know, they were so happy with it and they, they stood and they sung and they were so happy. Now, we are talking about Getty football, but um, the emotions that it, it, it builds, especially in a time of COVID in Ireland, when you've got huge stadiums with nobody in them, but still it, it brings it alive for us at home. Uh, how, how happy would you be if they were to uh, break the jinx?
2: Um it would be it would be the single most significant sporting achievement by any team that I had any sort of attachment to. Um I don't think I would e I wouldn't be able to contain the tears, I don't think, if, if Mayo brought home the All Ireland. It would mean more to me Mayo winning all Ireland than Ireland winning the World Cup. Yeah. You know, the, the the people that have lived and died and hoped um for us to end the jinx, end the hoodie, whatever it may be, and have just not seen it, you know. And not just myself. I mean, I wouldn't be the even the most passionate Gaelic football fan uh, anywhere. I mean, we're not. We don't come from. We come from a soccer family in Castlebar rather than a Gaelic football family. But when I just think of what it would mean for the people that I know, it, it fills me with emotion. And I, I just. I, I hope that it can happen in my lifetime. Um, and it would always make me uh, emotional <laughs> if <laughs> I ever thought about Mayo winning all Ireland. It would be absolutely huge.
0: I can hear it in your voice right now. I'm not joking. I can hear it because it is. You hear the tightening in the throat. Uh, before we go away, um, can you tell us, because we, we spoke with this before a couple of years ago on the show. Why have Mayo not won the All-Ireland in so long? What has caused them to be in the wilderness for, well, 70 years almost?
2: Are you going to talk about Do you want me to talk about the jinx?
0: Go on. You've got a minute and a half to tell me about the jinx. The curse.
2: Okay, so the curse goes. So after Mayo won their last All-Ireland in 1951, uh, they were driving down uh, on a bus from Dublin back to Mayo. And um, usually in those days, there was a custom. Well, there still is in Ireland, large parts of Ireland, where if there's a funeral hearse passing by, um, then the traffic will will pull over, let the hearse go by um, and, you know, to pay their respects. But in, in this case, um, it actually passed a funeral cortege uh, on the way back uh, to try and get to Castlebar for the celebrations. And as a result of that, um, there might have been an old, um, I don't know, there's a legend that says that a curse was put on them that day, that until all the members of that team are, uh, are passed away, that may all never win an All-Ireland. I, I still think there's one of them living, <laughs>
0: Okay, I mean that guy is probably in like uh what's it what's the one in America when they put the L oh, protective uh, witness
2: protection witness
0: yeah. protection I'm <laughs> telling you okay listen Peter thank you so much for your time this evening um, as it's always, always a pleasure brilliant Alan. Peter listen you're the best of us and look we waited time to have you on uh, from now but will you come back say the week after next to join us again.
2: I'd be absolutely honoured. I, lo- I love coming on the show. I love having a chat with you, Alan, and, and uh, you know, engaging with all your uh, all your fans of the show. It's one of the best sports shows in Europe. Um, so I'm always, always delighted to be on it.
0: Thank you so much, Peter Staunton. Take care of yourself, and we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. As the final blows on this episode of this Sunday's game, we'd like to thank our guests, David and Peter, for their time and wish them both the very, very best of luck and a very happy holidays. We will be back, of course, next week. So until then, take care of yourselves and each other. Thank mm-hmm. you.